Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Umar. How y'all doing today? It's another Friday. I'm 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 feeling good as that stash is looking. Yeah, I'm calling I mean, up that. Look at that stash. Know, look at it. I know. I know. I know. I, I feel like I'm in college again, man. This is the shit I used to rock back in college. Word. And, uh, it's not working for me, but you know, it's for a good cause. So I'm rocking it. It's itchy as fuck, too, man. It's it's mad. Try doing it all over your face. See, but I'm used to the, like the stubble here. Like I had like the whole long shit going on here, but that's uh, true. Yeah, I'm not used to having the whole the whole thing up on the upper lip there. But um, again, for a good cause. So <laughs> rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. You you look like you about to uh, you know strike up a, a vice crew. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all mm. right. That was your all transition, right, so, Umar. Yeah. Umar, uh, what's on the agenda, I, bro? Okay. Take the heat off of me, bro. And my stash. <laughs> um, so we uh we got a little bit inundated with geeky news in the, in the last 24 hours. Uh because yes, we uh did. yeah, so uh, we we've got a lot to cover. So we're we're gonna jump right into it. So the first bit of geeky news is uh there are rumors that uh, the delay for Black uh Panther to uh Wakanda Forever. Uh, is being delayed specifically due to Letitia Wright's unwillingness to be vaccinated. Now, I I know there was some controversy with her before. I felt that it was a little excessive, uh, especially compared to like other people at the time. What and was the controversy? Like, the controversy was basically that she was kind of like like providing uh, bad information uh for why you should get vaccinated against COVID-19 but then she realized that you know she was providing misinformation and like took that shit down and also apologized uh so like in comparison to everyone else both back then and currently I feel that like people being hating on her was kind of like just really excessive and unnecessary especially when she took it down and apologized But it turns out, allegedly, that she may be holding things up on the set of Black Panther 2 because she's not getting vaccinated. So I wanted to hear what you guys had to say. Uh, Tak, let's start with you. So, we're okay. So, I'm kind of split on this in terms of the whole vaccination because there's obviously there's an ongoing debate of you know should you get it shouldn't you get it you know and all these like like conspiracy theories surrounding it and whatnot and i think umar you're i think you're the closest to this whole vaccination thing um or maybe you're not i don't know Uh, (laughs) i i just assume you have the most amount of knowledge out of the three of us but um uh to answer the question, I, I want to actually pose a, a, a different question before I kind of address this the Black Panther thing. In regard, so we're all we're all vaccinated, right? Uh, we, um, so we're all um, yeah. You kind of just threw me off there. So yeah, let's we're just uh, swing that back around to. Uh... <laughs> I'm say, I'm, I'm, like, I don't think there's anything wrong for us saying that. Like 
I'm vaccinated because mm-hmm. otherwise I can't go to the movies. So like, you mm-hmm. know, also I'm planning on traveling. So I got vaccinated. Right, 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 right. So if we need to edit that out at any point in time, I got you. Oh, right. lot of fucker. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> edit. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We only have two viewers anyway. So um, anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So um, okay. So I won't ask what I was originally going to ask. We'll we'll save that for off off cameras. So um, it's not to get anyone in trouble or anything, but. Um, me personally, I'll just share my views because I can't person I personally can't get in trouble or, or or be held accountable in terms of what I'm about to say. But, um, I'm I'm vaccinated. I I made the the conscious choice to to get ma- uh, vaccinated as well as my dad. Um, I I kind of understand it from both sides in terms of the argument of it's my body, my choice type of thing, and. Furthermore, I it's kind of like, okay, so with this whole vaccination thing, it's like now that I'm vaccinated, I can still technically contract the I can I can still get COVID. It's just to my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Umar or Darcy, that the symptoms that I would sustain as a result of contracting it under are yeah, they're they're mitigated, right? They're they they like so they're less. There's that. What's that? They're less like they like the the vaccines to kind of like decrease the severity uh, of it. Right, right. But I can still I can still be a carrier and I can still pass it on. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I'm what I'm trying to like wrap my head around is that like so how does that set me? The only difference based off of my understanding from a person who's not vaccinated and a person who is, is that their symptoms of the, that being the person who isn't vaccinated would be a lot worse than if I was to contract um, COVID. Right. 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 So then, but also there, there's a risk of mutation with the unvaccinated as well. Okay. So then that clarifies what, what I was getting at because I didn't understand like who is, who's at risk. You know, the, 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 my point is the only person that seems to be at risk is the person that's not, vaccinated but if you're saying that there's a potential for it to spread into a mutation uh, like a further mutation then that i can understand and then okay then that well for on a film if the only person like and you're right like uh the risk is greater for the one who's unvaccinated so Mm -hmm. on a film set if one of your actors who's refusing to get the vaccination is also in like the threat of it Mm-hmm. That would be a problem because like they are insured and like if anything should happen to them, the movies and like the like like I mean like look what's happened with the brust thing where like they accidentally uh Malik Baldwin accidentally shot somebody. Mm-hmm. Now granted it's a very different situation, but like having your actors or anyone on set contract or die or severely uh affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. Let's just say the, the insurance and lawyers are going to have a field day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. I, I I can't really argue that. Then in regards to that, you're right. That in terms of the insurance um, claims, um, <laughs> that makes it a lot more. They're more liable in that in that regard. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That was. It I was just. I just need the clarification on that because. Yeah. It's kind of like. Um... It is a bad analogy, by the way. First of all, what I'm going to say is a bad analogy, but it's kind of like 
when Tom Cruise wants to do his own stunts, nobody wants to insure him. So he became he created his own right. production company so that he could insure his own stunts because nobody would insure him. Now, unless Letitia Wright's going to buy Disney and, and, and <laughs> right and build and do this film and then control her own insurance, that's the 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 business problem of this situation is that they don't want to put their dollars and their risk behind somebody who's willfully going against what their policies outline. Now, people have their opinions about those policies, 100%. Um, and that's not like, it's a very weird and hard place to, to debate. But like, I don't want to say like people should show up and have to work and have to do a certain thing. Because then I feel like I'm going to go down the, the conversation where it's like you can't have an Afro at work because you can start just making these generalized statements it's just very difficult because it's like if she doesn't want to do this stuff and the company doesn't want to to have that risk then everyone's right and the audience gets the 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 suck out of this because at the end of the day this either means we're not going to get a film the film's going to be delayed or you know we're going to lose another important (laughs) cast member in the black panther uh situation um and the black panther overall like uh plethora and cast of things so yeah, it's just I don't like it. I don't want her to have to make a decision that goes against what what she wants. But I also I also don't like when it's like there's a part of me that's like I don't like when people like um do something that affects everybody else negatively like like work and all the money and all the big business cuz like every she's affecting a lot of people's livelihoods, right? But it's also her livelihood. So that's yeah, it's hard, like, man. It's like, uh... how do you how do you choose? Like, I, I understand. Like, it's like you said, they're both right. And she's she's entitled to what she does and doesn't do with her body. And this whole vaccination thing, it's like you're hearing all kinds of stories of people having like adverse reactions to it. Right. And, you know, that could yeah. be other there could be other things that play that that go into that as well. But. I mean, the fear is still there, right? You're injecting a like not a foreign thing, uh, substance, but I mean, like, well, it you don't is. really know. It, you don't really. Know, well, yeah, you don't know what what's in it, right? Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, it, it, you don't you don't know what it's going to do to you. And like, exactly, uh, you don't know what. You're, yeah, yeah, the long term effects yeah. aren't haven't been tested, right? How how could they? It's a brand new thing, right? So. It's tough, yeah. man. I don't we are know. the long term. We're, we're the tough stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like even... some people just don't want to be guinea pigs, and I understand that completely, right? So, but like, okay. So this one thing. Let's say hypothetically, like eighty percent of the population has uh, gotten this thing, and like twenty percent is like choosing not to get it because like their body, their choice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if like eighty percent of the population has like long term effects that we all die from this. I don't want to be the twenty percent that survives. Like, Yo, fuck that! I like, I don't look. That, that would be a shitty ass world to live in. I'll be like, okay, so everyone I know died because they all got vaccinated. I should just gotten vaccinated so I could have died with them. Yeah, like I saw Walking Dead. No one's happy in that show. <laughs> That's true. Fair. Fair, like the, the Walking Dead are the 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 fortunate ones in terms of uh, like you know. Um, blissfulness i guess um yeah. <laughs> or we end up getting superpowers as a result of this thing man it could go the, the other yeah, way too. Po- that, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're 20 of the population that were like so i could have gotten superpowers if i had, I had gotten first yeah and now yeah. it's too late now it's too now late it's too late <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you destroy you all the what? vaccinations <laughs> oh, <100%. laughs> oh man 
you know you know one thing like and i'm not going to go too deep into this stuff right like you know but we already talked about like you know what what its purpose is but the one thing i can't stand in the one of the conspiracies and i i, I know i'm going going on a line i shouldn't go on but like is the conspiracy that like all the the politicians of the world came together to like you know and orchestrate this thing i'm like these motherfuckers cannot decide on anything together how would they coordinate this and keep this together while throughout the midst of this how many politicians have changed seats right you know it's like so you mean all the ones in charge and all the ones who weren't in charge trying to get in charge were all coordinating some of these people are dumb like how if this was a coordinated effort how would donald trump not have spilled the beans <laughs> like, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's he wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he's so pissed against it. He's like, "Yo, man, fuck yeah. those guys." Yeah, he. he was... I, I, I will say that if if they coordinated this, it is really sad that this is the one thing that all the leaders of the world got together and actually agreed on. And I tell you how messed up this world is. Yeah. Damn, sir. Uh, so just going back to the main point, I got to say that, like, this is a no-waste, I agree, this is a no-waste scenario, because, like, we we all loved Black Panther. It did so much for us. It is doing so much afterwards. And we, yo, we all lost Chadwick. That hit hard. So mm-hmm. much so that, like, I love What If just because it has him in it. Mm-hmm. Like, even if that show was shit, I would still love it because I had Chaswick, Chadwick in there. <laughs> Chaswick. Nope. Chaswick. <laughs> I don't want to lose Shuri too, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, they could recast her, but it won't be Shuri. We'll all know. And and, and it's like, it's, it's sad to recast somebody because, you know, they passed on. There's something that annoys me about recasting somebody because of something that's like, like this i don't know something about it it's like it's just like it, something about it would bug me but recasting her like and also losing her character i just hope black panther doesn't fall apart <laughs> I believe this is why i'm not super excited about it because you know we no longer have chadwick and you know uh, I, it just doesn't i for me right now and i'm saying this prematurely it just doesn't feel the same i don't have the same level of excitement for this movie as i as i Bro, did with the first grieving. one yeah of course of course especially after what if like you said umar like we we just got a a taste of him again after having you know st- like having to endure the loss of you know the battle that he he had to undergo that he ultimately wasn't able to overcome so yeah for me like this is kind of on like the and i say this as no disrespect but it's like on the low end of like my anticipated films for for that coming year so at this point it could go either way and i'm like i'm i'm very neutral about it if they end up doing it and it ends up being great great then awesome but if it falls apart, like Darcy said, and they don't end up doing it and they have to scrap it because of this or recast and it ends up not doing as well, then again, I'm kind of like indifferent. Mm. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, our next topic is, uh, again, further rumors uh, and rumors about Henry Cavill, our uh, resident Superman, or sorry, for, well, Former Superman, 
and that's kind of the topic. There's talk that Mr. Cavill is going to return as Superman. He's currently doing his, I think he's like doing press for his Witcher uh, season two. And uh, I think that they brought it up the fact that like, you know, would you want to do Superman again? And obviously he would love to. But also there were some things about him saying that like, there is still a chance that uh, like to continue on his Superman, whether, you know, it's an aspect of, uh, you know, Snyder versus surviving Flashpoint or like Superman's version from from Snyder Cut transitioning over somewhere, whatever the situation is. There is potential for Henry Cavill to, or there is talk that he will return as Superman. So I want to know what you guys thought because, well, I don't think it's a secret what I think about this uh, and Cav- Cavill's uh, you know, version of Superman. But like, I want to hear what you guys think. So, Darcy, you're, you are our resident Henry Cavill Man of Steel fan. I want to hear what you have to say. First of all, Umar, stop giving men the hate, okay? Because, first off, I think that Henry Cavill is a great Superman. I will agree that Zack Snyder's depiction isn't always right, but I don't hold that I against agree Henry, that. Henry Cavill. I, think I will that, completely agree with that. Because I think when, whatever he's been asked to give us in every one of the scenes, he's given it. He's done a good job with it. Just not always been agree. asked to give him the right thing. Yes. <laughs> so, and so like, that was proven in Joss Whedon's uh, Justice League, where uh, we got a Superman that I respected, and Henry Cavill did it right. I can't believe anything of Joss Whedon's like movie that either something you respected. Like, I get like there was moments there where yeah, he had the like happy like like the jewel. I don't know. Like, the, I get. I don't even know the right words, but there were moments where yeah, he did feel like a different Superman. It just felt completely out of context in the in that trilogy it made no sense like it it, it didn't build up properly it just was like i'm now this and batman exactly but like the thing is like when he was this out of character random uh, experience to have especially after like trying to kill everybody that was superman though like that was that was what i wanted henry cavill to do and he proved he can do it so like i don't have a problem with him being superman i have a problem with snyder or uh, like the Snyder version of this. So like, that's why, but like, go on. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I mean, I want more Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is the one character, like his, uh, his, his depiction, well, his, him is the one that I'm the most upset about in terms of losing him in the DCEU. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Ben Affleck's uh, depiction and character, but it also is a character that I don't feel like has the longest longevity because it was supposed to be an older character and it's hard to like take that character and then give it longevity when it's like, it was like 80% done to begin with when we got him. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's not. And, and I feel like we got some good stuff. I would still love to have seen one or two films like just independently, but I can accept it, especially with everything Ben Ben Affleck's been through personally. I'm like, you know, like he went, he he fell back off the wagon. I'm like, I don't, I don't want him to have to endure any more Batman if he doesn't need to, you know, um, or any more than like what he 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 feels good with, you know. That second one woman ain't doing nothing for me. So, um, so 
Center person was just slow. Okay, fine, Ron. Fine. I, you know, I would go with it. You would go with that. Amen, but, girl. Amen. But, but Henry Cavill, I want more of him in, in the DCU if it fits. I mean, obviously, like if the if the narrative changes in such a way that it doesn't fit for him, then yeah, let's let's not let's not give him a better like he does a better job and he just feels out of place. I don't want that either. But I definitely want more of him if I can have it. So that's oh, that's that's all I gotta say. I'm just mad at Umar again. <laughs> so I kind of agree. I kind of agree with both of you because I. I still have a a strong soft spot for Christopher Reeves as Superman. Like that, that's like the OG for me, and it's very it, that it's they're big shoes to fill, right? Similar to how I feel of like Michael Keaton being Batman. Like I don't care what anyone says, I will contend that till the day that I die. Michael Keaton for me is. Physically, maybe not the best, like the best Batman, but just in terms of how imposing he was for the stature that he was, is by far, hands down, one of the most memorable, I will say, Batman interpretations that I've seen. Michael Keaton, um, Henry Cavill. Can you see that? Can you see that in a film? <laughs> Henry Cavill and Michael Keaton. I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not even talking young. I mean, like, literally this version and, like, the better henry cavill i don't want to say joss Whedon. i can't fucking say joss Whedon. But, henry but the henry thing joss is with michael keaton he actually looked a po- i don't like i think michael keaton is like five nine but he he looked taller <laughs> in the suit like for some reason i thought this motherfucker was like six two he's five nine or some shit he right? was trying so, to be six two yeah yeah and it just it, you you believe that in his presence and the way that he looked and just like him just dropping down from skyscrapers and shit like it was so imposing bro. and intimidating and it was just bro. like he's not five nine he's five, five seven, seven and a half even worse bro like <laughs> five seven man but like you watch but look but but like watch the watch the movie again or watch a scene on youtube the guy does not look short by any like when he's out of the costume when he's out of the bat suit and he's bruce wayne then yeah maybe he looks a little bit short like he looks maybe five seven but when he's in the suit like he looks like larger than life right so anyway um back to henry cavill i actually kind of do want to see him back as superman i I feel like I, i had nothing wrong there was nothing wrong personally for me in terms of the man of steel like like direct, well, in terms of his performance, there was a lot wrong with the script itself. Um, but him as Superman, I started. It, he started to kind of grow on me. I I agree with Umar. He, when we first see him on the screen as Man of, in Man of Steel, he doesn't necessarily capture the essence of Christopher Reeves that we've grown to love. But I feel like as the trilogy kind of expanded and we started to kind of like flesh out Superman a little bit more I started to kind of get like little pieces of it there where it was like oh we just need a little bit more time and he'll get there like I understand that maybe and maybe this wasn't Zack Snyder's in, in intention at all but I feel like we were getting like an like an out of world story of a, of, of a guy who's like like, you know, he comes down to earth. He's not familiar with like the customs of how humanity is supposed to act and interact with people and stuff like that. So he's still trying to find his footing. And the more time he spends on earth 
and interacting with people and learning about their ways, the more he starts to kind of, and then taking on his own uh, moral principles that he learned from his father, like his human father, he kind of tries to find a pave. He paves his own way and eventually becomes that of the Christopher Reeves iteration that we're, we're used to. And I feel like there were moments, especially like what Darcy was saying in, um, in, uh, Joss Whedon's uh, version of Justice League. There were moments where I got a sense of that. And then other moments in um, the Justice League Zack Snyder extended cut, where we start to see that a little bit more as well. But they didn't quite get there. And I don't think they had enough time to get there. And I think if given another opportunity or another solo movie, we would have gotten the Superman that we that we know and love. So I and the fact that he's so passionate about this character, I want him to have another chance at this. I want I think he deserves it. And I think if he's campaigning for it and he's passionate about it, then and he's a big geek, man. Like, let him have it. Like, give it to him. You know what I mean? He wants to do it and he's passionate about it, and he'll give 110%. And that's what I love to see from actors, right? So yeah, that's my take on it. I I I would I would love to see him come back as Superman. Yeah, so look for for me, like I, I will say that as if we get okay, let me put it this way. I was not a huge fan of the movie Superman Returns with Brendan Routh. However, I respected the fact that Brendan Routh was doing a homage to Christopher Reeves' version of Clark Kent and also Superman. Not the best uh, way to go about things, but whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna dig back to way before I, like when i saw the trailers <laughs> for uh man of steel and like i believe that I, like my buddy jimmy was like I, he watched that those trailers it was like I, I think i i've seen my childhood brought forward perfectly and i felt the same way which is why man of steel hurt me so badly but I, but i want to say like if i get to see hen i believe i can see henry cavill do a clark kent who's bumbling and actually be properly comedic. Can you imagine him in like his glasses, his overcoat, like fumbling around stuff, like saying like really sweet, but also very like naive things and people believing it. And then him like tearing off his shirt and being a bad, like a big Superman that, that you believe that he would go to a high school and sit with a kid who like sent him an email mm -hmm. saying, please, Mr. Superman, can you sit with me at lunch so people will like talk to me? And he would do that. I can see Henry Cavill doing that. And I'm hmm. I'm sad that I don't think Warner Brothers wants him to do that. I think they want him to be the badass, but I want him to be an imposing Superman, yes, but like give us the Boy Scout. Give hell, give us like a kinder version of what we have. Chris Evans, Captain Mar uh, Captain America, like mm. give us that Boy Scout who believes in the truth to the truth of things and the justice of things, but also at the same time can have humor with being like you know a bumbling idiot at work because he's trying to keep his secret identity. Yeah, like I believe he can do that. So, but like I don't want Henry Cavill to be given more Superman if it's going to be more of the same. I want Henry Cavill to be Superman if they're going to do it right. Because he, I believe, can do it right. All right. I, Umar, that's the first time you've talked about Henry Cavill in the last 
year or so that I respect it <clears throat> and I am not super mad. You redeemed yourself just a little bit in my eyes, brother. Just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> not too much though, because there was a moment in there I just thought you were gonna go too far with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, man. You were like when you said tear, said tearing off the shirt, I was just like, "Who? What audience are you talking to right now?" <laughs> the ladies, the ladies all want to yeah. watch him tear but off the shirt. I've watched plenty of Henry Cavill interviews just because of like The Witcher and stuff like that, and he he's he's got like a fun side to him because he's such a he's such a geek that I'm like I could totally see him actually delivering um on some 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 comedy, um and yeah, I, I would definitely love to see it. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Ron R's comments. Uh, the, the first part, she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no disagreement. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can't contend that at all. Like, she's right. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to contend that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, here's my exhibit A of my contention. And then, like, the other side's like, here is all these examples. <laughs> yeah. Which is a real yeah. shame, man, because I was I grew I up know. a DC fan, man. Like more so than Marvel. Like the only Marvel character that I was I really fucked with before this whole insurgence of like Avengers and the 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 phases and shit like that was Spider-Man. And like a little bit of X-Men too, but those were it. And now it's like the talk of the town is like Iron Man, Hulk. Well, not so much Hulk, maybe, but Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, like all of those guys, right? And who's talking about Superman? Who's talking about Batman? It, it is really sad because, like, like literally, if it if you're coming down to like recognizable characters, Warner Brothers had all of them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Marvel had like Marvel didn't even have the rights to the ones that the people knew them for. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Spider Man. Like <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy has been talked about more than Superman. Those were D level characters. Yeah, bro. D level like, characters. Take that in for a second. Take that yeah. in for a second. That literally was that. Honestly, Guardians of the Galaxy is like one of the greatest like underdog movies because like that movie was like trailers like oh it looks kind of cool and like and i mm -hmm. i the thing intrigued me was the exact thing that like i was wanting from from marvel at the time which was like can we get some more color in your films they're kind of bland like they just they, they felt so bland visually <laughs> that i was like they're good but they just they don't have enough personality and they could be way better that film came out it was like it was color everywhere it mm -hmm. had personality everywhere that film was like easily went to one of my top marvel films right out of the gate it was like top three right out of the gate it was up there with with it was like a avengers level film almost but it was like weaker and an origin story but it was still like so surprising yeah. oh man and yeah and i've never heard of them before that point or actually i i, I no, i had heard of them because i'd heard of rocket yeah, he showed up in of Rocket. They yeah, just didn't he, know who. Yeah, like yeah, Rocket, and I think I'd seen a Star Lord once, but like seen it, not knowing what it was, and just like yeah, cool. But Rocket was the only one who showed up in some cartoon a couple of times, and yeah, it's Rocket's memorable as all hell. <laughs> all right, moving on. So the biggest news that came out today, especially, was Disney Day. Uh so today marks the second anniversary 
of Disney Plus going live. And <laughs> they came out a good time because we definitely needed Disney Plus. Oh, God. If I didn't have Disney Plus the last two years. Gee, okay, no, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, so. So the guy with the Thanks for your password, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what was announced on Disney Day was a, a whole bunch of first looks. Now, these weren't really trailers. These were like 40 seconds, 50 seconds of like a teaser or a, a, a sizzle reel, if you will, uh, of four things that I've been interested somewhat interested after watching the sizzle reels i am either less interested or more interested we'll get to those but the main ones that we're going to talk about today are the obi-wan tv series the uh moon knight uh tv series the she hulk tv series and the ms marvel tv series so we're going to start in that order so going with the obi-wan uh sizzle reel uh tactics uh, darcy please tell me you guys watched it Skimmed it. Okay. Uh, I hear nothing from tactics, so that worries me. So I'm going to go to him first. Fuck. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest, bro. This is the only one I did not watch. And, um, you know, you didn't I wanted really to watch miss it. anything. I mean, to be honest, I wanted to watch it, but then I decided not to, and I figured that was a better use of my time. And so, <laughs> yeah, I just went with that. So. <laughs> It's not, I'm just like you. You know me in Star Wars, man. I'm. It's not like, like I'll wait until I get a real trailer. But to see like a like snippets of something that I don't really give a fuck about, I'm not all that interested. Like I just don't care all that much. Like if a dude okay. just if like I don't know what the trailer is about, but I'm like I'm assuming it's like him walking around in some desert looking place, swinging a lightsaber. Actually, they didn't show footage. They just showed Even, concept then, art. Okay, then I I care even less. Like, like I will. Yeah, so I will ask me. you one question. Then. <clears throat> Just one question before I go to Darcy. All right. Based on concept alone, are were you at all interested to see this? Show? Hold up, I have a better question. Do you know who Obi Obi Wan Kenobi is? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, I, do I just feel like we need to preface that because he doesn't. He, he he watches it, the stuff. He does. I'm sure he doesn't memorize who everybody is. He is no, a no, big like character. That, like this, he this might guy forget. I, no, no, this guy I do remember because I I remember him from um, the the prequels. So yeah. he's super yes. memorable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cool character from what I remember, but again, it's like if. You're just showing me like, like concept art. I'm, nah, like you gotta give me like a lot more to get me hooked on like a Star Wars uh, TV okay. series. So yeah, um, sorry, what, Umar, what was your question again? My question was, uh, did you have any interest on in the concept of the show? To be honest, I didn't even know they were making a show until just now. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I had no idea. So, All right. moving on to dark seat, man. I'm gonna take you off the hot seat now. Umar, I appreciate it. Before we jump in, wow, I, I got to ask you about a question. He's gone. <laughs> what is the concept for this? Like, what what timing is this? Is this leading up to you know he this just just before Luke or like literally right after we left him at the end of the third movie of the prequel? Okay, okay. So like Luke's a baby or like a kid right now. 
Interesting. How are they going to do that? I mean, the man does age well, but does he age that well? <laughs> well, they, they may they may make him like ten years later, uh, and then like you know, just make him see like, oh, I've been on Tatooine for ten years. Okay, so how I feel about this, like, so I saw the like, I skimmed the stuff, I saw the concept art, seeing him like go off with Darth Vader, that I want to see. Of course, I want to see him fight fight. Darth Vader, but like I'm pulled from tactics words here. Like I need to see a trailer, you know. I need to, I need some footage. I need something more. Um, but Obi Wan Kenobi is one of the baddest fucking characters in Star Wars. He's one of the most interesting characters, and I love him so much from Clone Wars, animated series, especially since it's the same voice, which just sells it. Um, you know, he didn't voice it right. He didn't voice it. Who is so good that it's? it's I, I, I always thought it was Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I don't know. No, keep, keep. I'll, I'll find it. You, you just keep talking. Wow. <laughs> My interest is going down with this because <laughs> I love that character in in in, in Clone Wars, and I always thought it was the same fucking guys. Now, now I'm like. Honestly, um, I need some. I need some. I need some footage. I need to see something to believe in this, because I know that like it could be really badass if it's similar to the Clone Wars and like his adventures in the Clone Wars, and it leads up to a big stuff. Um, that uh, yeah, maybe I, you know, yeah, absolutely. But like, if it leads up to and sets up good things with Darth Vader and there's conflict and the difficulties he faces it could be really good maybe it shows him and Darth Maul a little bit more I don't know if that's possible because where this is going to land the storyline um, but I don't know I don't know I need to see something James Arnold Taylor that's who did the voice who is James Arnold Taylor alright well I'll, I'll take it back <laughs> Take it back while Darcy goes and re reevaluates the entire <laughs> Star Wars series. Damn. Okay. okay. okay so his um, whole life was a lie. <laughs> I no. I, now I'm gonna be a James Arnold Taylor fan because this man made me think he was Ewan McGregor. Okay. Like, like, damn. <laughs> okay. So. You guys are oh shit! <laughs> why why do you have to always give me that Umar? I'll be like, yeah, go on about something. You'll be like, yeah, you know that you're wrong about that, right? I'm like, damn! <laughs> I just I didn't want to leave you hanging out there, and everyone will be like, yeah, you know that Darcy's wrong, right? Yeah. He, oh, he did Leo. Well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. All right, I mean, all right. So legit. Uh, my my opinion of uh, of Obi Wan the series is I'm not actually looking forward to this. <laughs> I don't think this series should be made. Because wow. I, I, we don't need to stretch something that's already been established. And also, especially, I don't want a rematch of Darth Vader and him because we had the epic battle. And then the next time they see each <laughs> other, he dies on the Death Star. I'm not a fan of saying, oh, they had another battle in between that no one knew about. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, fair. So yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of this series. I love Ian McGregor. If they wanted to do like a like an artsy film of him like dealing with grief and like PTSD <laughs> while on Tatooine and also having a live action version of Darth Maul fighting like 
finding him and then him having to fight him to protect Luke like we did in like um in the animated series. Yo, I'm all for that. But I'm not interested in the series where they have him facing off like you know, I don't give a shit. Anyway, so yeah, that's me. I, I let's move on. Moving on. Fuck you, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Wow, uh, so, he ends on that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Also, also. All right. So, um uh ooh, Maybot has a question. How about his forbidden love story? Isn't she dead? Who <clears throat> Maybot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybot was saying like uh, apparently Obi Wan has like a forbidden love story, but like if I recall from the Clone Wars series, didn't she already? Isn't she already dead? Yeah, I think you're right. I don't unless quite remember exactly. An- unless he has like another one. I mean, which would explain no, no, like you know. I mean, fine. Give him someone to love. He needs. He he's a, he's a virgin, so like, let him love somebody. Anyway, uh, so he yeah, had a love, and he didn't. Man, what a waste. Anyways, <laughs> she was a Mandalorian too. Does that mean she's better in bed? <laughs> like the way well, you said that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like Mandalorians are known for fighting. I didn't know they're lo- known for love making too. <laughs> no, no, I'm like she actually wasn't. She was a pacifist, uh, Mandalorian. Ah, the pacifist that makes it much better. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so, so, uh, the other uh, uh, sizzle reel that we got, and really it's just like a first look of the series, is the Moon Knight series with our Oscar Isaac. Uh, now this series, I'm going to admit, I know <clears throat> Moon Knight's a big character. I actually know very little about him. All I know is that he has like like some sort of like specter in him that makes him violent against criminals. I'm not entirely sure of like what's going on. I've never read Moon Knight. But I'll just say that uh this looked interesting. Uh it also shows that like Oscar Isaac is going like full like I, I remember reading saying that this was one of the most difficult roles he's ever had to play. Uh, I, I've seen his um, his behind the scenes footage of him doing like uh, combat training for this, so I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, it actually makes me want to pick up a Midnight Moon Knight uh, <laughs> comic book and get some background. But I wanted to th- uh, say, what do you guys think? So, Darcy, let's start with you. Um, again, I don't know much about this character, like you just said. Um, costume right now, what I'm seeing it looks on point, especially the, like the hood part of it. This looked very interesting. Um, looked very like dealing with a lot of mental challenges uh, in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's going to have a, a real dark angle. Um, and... It had a bit of a Daredevil esque vibe, in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. I do agree with that Daredevil. I think this looks like it could be really interesting. There's something about it that makes me a little bit cautious, but. Um, I feel like it's more to do with like <clears throat> with all the other Disney series that we've seen so far, like Marvel series. Is I'm like, don't I'm like my worry would be like it'll it'll kind of do with the same thing like I had with Daredevil, where it's like the season was great and then the last boss fight killed me. <laughs> like I just didn't look good. Like the alley fight, I'm like, what is this? Like sure, TMNT. Like this is not fit. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the era when it was like fake sets and stuff. Um, and so but overall i think this looks like it's going to be good i'm intrigued i'm not going to put money down or anything like that just like yep this looks like it has a this this one's got my attention and i'm waiting to see more on it 
T? If I had to rate my level of anticipation for this out of 10, I would give it a 7. From what I've seen, uh, Damn, I also okay. saw the yeah, I also saw the fight footage, um, the behind the scenes footage of him doing stunt choreography, and I was super impressed. Like I, I liked what I saw. It was hella dope. Yeah, very, very much so. So that has me has me interested. Um, I like the costume. I agree with uh, Darcy. Um, um, the the costume design looks really, really cool. I saw the actual full costume. I don't know if that's a legit photo, but from what I did see, it did look pretty cool. Uh, I agree. It does kind of have a Daredevil vibe to it, mixed in with maybe a little bit of Batman in there. I, I don't know. I'm getting a, a little bit of a Batman-esque vibe as well. Um, okay. So don't have much to go on. I'm, go I'm literally go going in blind with this series because I have no idea... I've I've heard of the character before, but I, I I have no context for who he is, what his powers are, what he, what the whole tie-in with the mental health and the voices and stuff like that, what what that all entails. But I'm interested. I it's the it's the most I've been interested in a Marvel TV series in a while, I'll say. Okay. And that's uh, saying a lot, given that we haven't no, really seen uh, a whole lot from the footage, right? So, yeah. I don't know. It's got me, man. It's got me. I'm curious. I see what you're saying. Because, like, um, like even what, like, Maybot is uh, bringing up as well. Like, for me, I, 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 I'm looking forward to this. And, yeah, I, 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 it would be nice if this series does actually talk about mental health illness in a proper and healthy way. Uh, I, I would like for them to go that route and to kind of like not just make it like a bunch of like a guys like being someone having like actual depth there. So yeah, like, uh, all right, we're in agreement. Like we're all looking forward to seeing this. All right, cool. Moving on. Uh, next up is the She-Hulk sizzle reel, which was like a <clears throat> I think it was like a forty-second thing where they showed us. Uh, yeah, so I'll get to that in a second. But like, first of all, uh, Tatiana uh, Maslany, who is going to be playing um, uh, Jennifer Walters, uh, our our She-Hulk. I gotta say, seeing her as a lawyer, she looked cool. I've also, I've always had a bit of a crush on Tatiana Maslany, but also seeing her in like the uh, the Hulk, the She Hulk uh, from behind outfit, I I was made a believer. And then we Sorry. saw. Uh, hold up, you made a believer when you saw her from behind. Just had to, I had, to, I just had, had to circle back on that one real quick. You made a, that that seeing her from behind made you a believer. Got you. Right. You saw that coming, bro. You saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to gloss over it, but Darcy got you, bro. <laughs> he just cut yeah, it. He yeah. was like, "Wait, hold on a second. Come back. Let's bring it back yeah. to that." <laughs> this, this, this man go to the church and the behinds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a believer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, so, um, the fact that we have Professor Hulk in the trailer. That surprised me, actually. Um, I have no idea what it means and why in Shang-Chi he wasn't Professor Hulk. So 
I already was looking forward to this this series, just like on concept casting alone. But now I'm like, yo, I want to know some shit. (laughs) 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 I already told you I have a crush on Tatiana. All right. Yeah, Yeah. the Church of the Onlookers. That's what that (laughs) is. All right, (laughs) T. What do you think, man? Um. If I had to rate this one, I'd give it a, I want to say a strong five or six. Um, and that's higher than I thought I was going to give it, right? Because that's what I thought, yeah. Initially, I, I wasn't super excited about this because I'm, I'm not a big fan of derivative characters. And so for me, this was kind of going to be a pass. But I kind of do like the element of, you know, she's seen, she's, She's for one, she's a lawyer, so that that has its own kind of angle to it. Um, and on top of that, I think she's a she's more self composed as with with her with her powers, uh, to my understanding. Like she's not um, like she doesn't lose herself the uh, the same way that uh, Bruce Banner yeah. does when he becomes the Hulk. So I found yeah. that to be a little bit interesting. And now because of the fact that um, Professor Hulk is going to be in this, and they have they can now have that dialogue in their in their monster forms i think that'll be cool and then it'll probably explain this the the end credit scene from shang chi because i'm sure they're probably going to tie that in together and something is going to happen uh in this i assume although it would imply that people need to like watch tv series to kind of get a get some uh context for what's going on what's going on with professor hulk but uh yeah i mean i i'm i'm interested i mean again I'm more interested in these shows now than I was with like WandaVision and Loki. Like, so the first roundup didn't really do it for me all that much, but this one is kind of like, okay, I, I see what you're doing, Disney. You're stepping up your game a little bit. Hopefully, it, it, you know, you can live up to the hype. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Dars? Um, I'm going to, go with the same ring as tactics uh my excitement level is like a six with this um i can't i can't lie like it probably can't it, it could have been higher but i wasn't loving her at at the end where she was like you won't like me when i'm mad and i was i don't know something about that was just like wait was that uh, real i thought that was part of it just like that a was promo a, call- a separate thing that, yeah like that's I, a promo I, I think that was thing a callback. That, i think that, that was, was a, a pro- callback that was a pro- promo thing i just was like Okay. This is if it's actually part me. of it. Yeah. No. If it's actually part of the, the 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 show, I'm like I'm checked out. I'm checked all yeah. the fuck out. No, but like that, that I I know it's not part of the show. I not even a, a wink of a thought. But it was just more like I literally was like, nah, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like it was just like we we shouldn't have done that. Um, uh, I don't know, like. The thing that that I like about this most is Professor Hulk being in this because my worst fear is that like she was going to get it and not ever be connected to him and it would just feel like I don't know how to say this but like remember back in the day we'd have those superhero mo- movies um, or like I feel like it was something recently that you guys can reference for me but like um, where it's just things aren't connected. And you're just like, like, can you just like, 
these stories don't make like fucking Venom. That's it. Like how it just feels when it's disconnected. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And I was just worried that like if he's not in this show, it's not going to make sense that like there needs to be a connection to either him helping her or or she he's there when she gets it or whatever logically makes sense. But it, it just it can't be like there's another Hulk and the other Hulk doesn't show up. Like it doesn't. You would just be dumb. So at least that for me that that that, that makes me go okay. There's something here, but I need to see more. I'm just like, I, what I got wasn't enough to get me interested yet. And um, it's not that I think it's gonna be bad or any like that kind of stuff. It's just it's like concept art at this point for me. Like I just didn't get enough. So okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna voice out Maybot's uh, stop, uh, statements here. She's like, I would really love a bodybuilder physique. Uh, for her, for her though, I'm missing that female here uh, in my female heroes. I hear that, I hear that. That's a uh, and then so uh, Maybot, oh Maybot's been Maybot's been hurt. Uh, Captain Marvel wasn't terrible. Yeah, I could barely say that. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. But like, yeah, we need we need Marvel to step it up a little bit, which flows in quite nicely to our next topic so moving on miss marvel uh now anyone who's been watching us consistently knows that i am very invested uh, emotionally culturally all sorts of lee in the miss marvel series i i want to that <laughs> i love that <laughs> it's such it's so wild. Anyway, so I want Ms. Marvel to succeed, but I especially wanted to succeed while also being true to the character and true to the comic, which was very much representing Muslim Americans or like Western Muslims born and raised. Uh, and like, I've been hearing they've been cutting some corners in terms of their authenticity to the character and her, like, you know, people in her life. Not, wasn't enjoying that. But then on top of which, I heard that they are also changing her powers entirely or mostly, uh, which also makes me really upset. So, like, <laughs> I, I still want to believe. I still want to believe. But, like, there's, there's fear now. There's fear so where there used to be hope. So if I'm correct, her powers is that like the the stretch her body power. She she can like go big and she can go small, uh, and also be as like strong as however big she is. Um, so yeah, like uh, I also think that she's able to change her. I think she's able to have like element powers. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so like for me of late, I've been hearing. Like, she can, like, extend herself a little bit, too, as well. Uh, so, basically, like, shape-shifting and that sort of thing. But, like, for me, I'm getting worried. This trailer, or I should say this sizzle reel, it didn't make those fears bigger. I mean, we got to see Muslims praying, and we got to hear her say, like, the, uh, a brown girl from, uh, like, <clears throat> They Don't Save the World. I mean, they're just sizzle reels, and they're saying that. If that's, like, what the series is going to be like, I'm all for it. 
but I still have a little bit of fear. Anyway, so those were my thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. Dars, let's start with you. Actually, I'm going to pass a question back to you, Omar. So okay. think of uh, uh, Superman and Lois, right? You know, yeah. at the beginning, we, first episode is amazing. We hear about some of the, the corns being cut in female representation. We saw the series out. We saw some of that uh, Lois being underutilized. And then at some point, she was badass, but definitely underutilized. So let's say that Marvel makes a similar set of mistakes with this, right? Um, to to Superman Lois, right? I'm not saying like they're going to use her like Lois. What I'm saying is that like you said, they're maybe cutting corners. And what if they 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 do have some, but they've cut a little bit out what they should have kept in? How are you going to feel? I'm not going to lie, that's going to hit me hard. Mm. That's going to hit me hard because. Until, like, uh, you know, Kunil Nanjani's uh, character, Ginko, in uh, Kinko, sorry, uh, in Eternals, I got nothing in terms of representation. Like, absolutely nothing. This is supposed to be my, like, this is like my Black Panther. Now I get a series. But, like, if they, if they do me a little bit, if they do me dirty the way they do uh, in Superman and Lois, Yo, like, I, I, I personally would a hard, I'm gonna have a hard time letting that one go. Especially like, the thing is, they're adapting something that was done perfectly. And if you like, if you're changing things in translation for no reason, and it's and it goes the way that Superman and Lois did, ooh, that's that's that one's gonna hurt me. That's gonna hurt me hard. Follow up question. Oh, um, what do you? I don't out loud for the people I, listening. Uh, what do you think uh, is the reason for the changes? Unless that's been addressed publicly, I don't know what the reasons are for the changes. I mean, like they've taken, like I think they've. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm trying to remember correctly, I know they've <laughs> changed one of her friends who was Muslim into a uh, a white person. A white character. I'm really hoping it's not this guy. Uh, and I think also they've made a change about her family structure. Uh, but again, I, like uh, this was a while back, uh, so like I I don't remember exactly what it was right now. Nonetheless, I'm worried. I didn't have worry before. I had a lot of hope. I had a lot of like I had a lot of like I'm still excited. But I'm a little worried. However, that image right there and what she's wearing right now and how she's going about it makes me feel makes me feel good. Like n- nothing about this scissor reel made me feel worse. I'll just say that right now. Nothing made me feel worse. If anything, it made me feel a little bit better. However, given your hypothetical situation, Darcy, I will be crying while watching that show and not for any emotional <laughs> things they're trying to like cause me to do. Damn. Yeah, I said I had to check because it's like our most recent kind of like similar example, and that's what sparked in my head. You know, for me, this is a real. Uh, this scene right here that, that had me getting giggles. I just like that 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 like paper mache helmet was just amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's just it's like so it's such good cosplay, but it's hilarious if it's as superheroes. It's like. Uh, who like like I forget what it was. He had like, the Spider-Man costume or whatever, but it was like a, like a kids one or whatever. 
um oh i know i'm thinking of um uh Miles Miles Morales. Morales. Yeah, yeah yeah like like that was amazing um but like i i definitely when i saw the powers thing i was like is it how she's getting her powers now you're saying oh they're changing her powers i'm like what because i'm like don't get me wrong i'm not a biggest fan of the aesthetics of getting bigger and smaller like oh a big fist i don't love the aesthetics of that power like it doesn't matter what nationality the person or not like that it's just like it does i don't like the, the aesthetics of it mm-hmm. um but at the same time i'm like i had no desire for them to change her powers because like even though like i would be like oh i would like a different power i'm not gonna say change the the powers of a character because of this aesthetically it's not my thing I'm sure they can make me love it um yeah i don't know this like a lot of these scissor rails, there's just not enough meat here for me to like you know want to devour it you know i just be like okay it's cool i'll wait to see more so i'm waiting to see more and i'm worried a little bit now that you've said you know they're changing stuff because i personally want that inroads into learning and understanding and growing up things that i just don't know so so maybe that says muslim representation is a timeless importance for us growing up uh what i hope is that they make sure the changes they've greenlit are damn well necessary to back miss marvel up yep yeah we all hope that yeah t how about your thoughts man um i was actually surprised by your response umar i mean again speaking a little prematurely i i saw a, a decent amount of representation I'm, I'm hoping that they kind of you know continue on that and they 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 amplify that and and really showcase um that culture because you know like maybe yes. and what you said like it's it's definitely needed right and i'm glad that we got character uh, like a character like kingo to finally represent like start to spread it around and also actually <clears throat> i don't want to say anything because it'll spoil it for darcy darcy who hasn't seen it yet but um there was a lot of uh representation in in the eternals which which i really yeah. enjoyed i understand why the critics didn't enjoy it but i for one personally respected uh disney's um decisions to take that route because I, I i'm not familiar with the eternal so i don't know if that's how a lot of that stuff unfolds but um yeah to now see a lot more representation being added into the equation especially for this new phase that we're going into is is really dope to see and i think uh, especially for young kids growing up and like now like with the whole popularity of like superheroes growing exponentially i think this is important now more so than ever because when we were kids growing up um you know what like what superheroes did we idolize that looked like us right blade i i didn't even know blade back then yeah growing up like for me it was it was batman Batman's a yeah. white rich dude, you know what I mean? Like that was, and then and then next was Spider Man, another yep. white dude, right? So it's like we didn't Wolverine. have a lot of, yeah. But again, he looked he looked white. He's like, a white we Canadian. Like that, we're yeah, like, hey, like, I'm a Canadian too. But I was like, oh, yeah. You know, like so it's like we didn't we didn't have that representation growing up, and so now kids have the benefit of actually seeing that, and they can actually kind of like actually 
visualize themselves in those roles. So when they actually go, like during Halloween, when they go and they pick up a costume, it's just like, yeah, like they actually can embody that because it, it it's made it's now being made real for them. I mean, as real as it can be. I mean, we're talking about superheroes here, but yeah. um, you know, that 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 essence is still there. And I and I, I think that's very, very important. Similar to how like Black Panther had such an impact on us when it came out. Um yeah. speaking to you, Darcy, like it wouldn't have had that effect had we had been represented. We had seen that representation when we were kids. It would have just been like, oh, it's just another, it's just another movie, another movie with another black actor playing a black superhero, right? But because it took so long for them to get to that point, I mean, we did have Blade, but like Black Panther was an all-black cast, right? And so the impact that it made was due to the fact that we had been waiting so long to for for black people to be represented in that that in that light and now it's the muslims culture it's not now it's their time in terms because you know they've been depicted in a negative light just like how black people were depicted in a negative light back then you know what i mean and still are to some degree but you know now it's time for you for you know true representation to be shown like you know and represented right and so i think this is really important and i, I and my hat goes off to, to to Disney or whoever is in charge of that shit for actually putting this into motion because it it needs to be done. I agree with uh, Maybot. So yeah, to go back on the point you made, like uh, like the character of Makari, uh, played by Lauren uh, Ridloff. She like mm. uh, the news article came out. I think it was like yesterday where uh, just because she's a, a, a like a black woman, but like a black woman who is also hearing impaired. And uh, in Eternals, uh, she's using sign language. After the like, it's been a week since the movie's been dropped, <clears> and like, there's been like a 250 percent increase in searches on how to do sign language. Oh like, wow! For beginners, I didn't actually even know that she was legitimately hearing impaired. I thought I thought that was just part of the the character. Wow, oh. that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, like. Rep, like like what we've been talking about representation representation matters so like mm-hmm. ultimately if they even if they do it to the level of accurate as, as like what you were saying darcy like a superman and lowest level we're still doing a positive step for like muslims and for brown people so i'm not going to knock it for giving us a positive step i just wanted it to be the right step but we got Eternals with Kingo, and we got uh, we're getting Miss Marvel. Maybe I shouldn't be too greedy. Uh, all right, so Maybot saying, uh, "Ooh, so the closest <laughs> I I, ha- I had was like Tia Carrere in Relic Hunter, but then she was highly sexualized in Wayne's World." Must be some yellow fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest comment ever, <laughs> and I agree. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. No, the, the, actually, the, the, you know respect on that one uh so um yeah so i'm just gonna say that uh before we uh, we move on that like we're in the right we're going in the right direction i don't want this to be like i'm not being grateful we're going in the right direction i just i'm a little annoyed that we're making changes especially like fundamental powers but like whatever so Mm. moving on uh, now, here's a topic that uh, our Mr. Darcy wants to talk about, and it has to do with the Fast 
and Furious franchise. So, Darcy, I'm going to kick it over you. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> Vin Diesel just on some suck ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna say this. <laughs> oh man, it's yo, uh, Tactics, do you happen to have the 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 tweet or the Instagram post or whatever? Because like he's done a couple oh. things recently. Like one, he he tr- wrote some 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 sweetnesses to the Rock to try to, to try to win him back. Which yeah, I'm like, call I, it that. Yeah, and like, yeah, it just—it just like it, it, it was just that was late. emotional blackmail. It, it was yeah, it was laid on thick. It was laid on thick, and then uh, as of recent, um, I, my brain is still on what you were just talking about. I'm forgetting exactly what the most recent announcement was. What what was it, Omar? Because I'm totally forgetting right now. Uh, I only knew about the uh, the him like talking like uh, well attempting to talk sweetness to. Um, the rock to get him back for fast 10 yeah. uh and like him saying like you know the world needs it more shit like that um i yeah, I, I don't know i think that's that's what it was i'm just i'm because i'm just thinking about that that post where he's talking about hey <laughs> uh, um yeah like oh our, our family you know loves you and like we always have you in our prayers and all like th- this kind of stuff and it's just Oh. Ron R. Ron R. calls it like as it is. She's like my like, in quotes, my little brother. Dot dot dot. And then she's like, suck ass. Yeah, like calling him like my little brother, and I'm like thinking like, first off, isn't the rock bigger than you? Second yeah. of all, isn't the rock older than you? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, is there anything about the rock that makes him your little? <laughs> like I feel like if you're trying to win back Dwayne. My little brother Dwayne, I don't feel like that's the way you do it. <laughs> it's condescending. It's totally condescending. Yeah, yeah. Like in 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 this uh uh uh, uh like what Instagram post he put out, he writes like, "My little brother Dwayne, uh, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast Ten. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they." And you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that that they would reach uh, and manifest the best fast in the finale that is 10. I say this uh, out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. Um, You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played. By no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. There is so much condescendingness in that. It's like it's like an apology that's like it's like it's like brother, I love you. You can do better in our relationship. <laughs> like he is on some sucker ass shit. Like what? 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 Is, what is it? Did the Rock used to say back in the early part of his wrestling career? Do you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> no, it's like brownie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he ain't, he ain't time for that. That suck ass nothing. I don't know, man. Vin Diesel is on some stuff, and I think it's just kind of coming down to they realize Fast Nine. 
did not do well, and they need literally The Rock to show up to sell the seats. That's what I feel is happening here. Technics, what are your thoughts? Because I know you got feelings about Fast 9. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yo, this <laughs> this post is very audacious. Like, I when I was reading this, I was like, the same sentiment as you, Darcy. I'm like, how are you calling this man little and he towers over you? Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And then to say to fulfill your destiny is just, I think it's candy ass is is what how the Rock would put it back in the that's day. That's what I yeah. was. That's what Rudy Pooh candy ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, for me, my takeaway from this is that Ben basically just is doing this. He's just unzipping his pants, putting his dick on the table, and be like, "Can we compare notes? What, what, what you got? What you got for me?" <laughs> right? That's all it is. Right? It's just because. Um, where did I read? Where it was like uh, I don't know if it's the Rock or both of them, maybe where they have a clause in their contract where they can only they can only take on a certain amount of like punches or or or, or damage um in comparison to like the villain or whatever the case may be and i'm just like that's an actual thing in like your contract where you can only take a certain amount of hits because you got to make yourself look like the hero so it sounds like if that's the case for both of them then they both have inflated egos and when you have two alpha males working together with a domineering um, personality, you're going to come to blows a lot of the times, right? However, given that The Rock comes from the world of wrestling <laughs> and they want to make Fast 10 and Fast 11 this big extravagant thing, like for this big finale to kind of top it all off, I'm wondering if all of this is just some kind of ruse and they're, we're all being bamboozled into thinking that this is some kind of, you know, movie type of world wrestling federation type, you know, ruse drama type shit that they're, they're playing up to kind of, you know, sell tickets and like create all of this drama around it. So we, we start talking about it because again, like this, like this beef started from, beginning of covid and then it died off and then the, it, there was a the whole tyrese and the rock thing then that died off and then it was oh uh the rock and vin diesel made they had reconciled they reconciled their differences or whatever and then that kind of went away but then the rock was like uh well we kind of had a, a talk but now i feel like we're not going to be like you know i i'm i'm separating myself from the franchise and I wish them well, but I will not be a part of the, the fi the finale. And now Vin is like, Oh no, you gotta be part of it, brother, like little brother and all this shit like that. So I'm wondering if this is all just some kind of ploy to get people to watch the movie, because it, again, it, it really doesn't make sense too, because it's like, why these, fr this franchise has been going on for a long time and we've never heard anything. Anybody really talk, shit like this about Vin Diesel before and then all of a sudden you know him and The Rock have beef and it's either because of what I said before about the, it's just two alpha males in in a room together and you know they're trying to overpower each other and then they're they're clashing or this is all just bullshit and they're doing this as a publicity stunt so mm. I don't know interesting, interesting. you know I, I... I don't feel like it's a publicity stunt. I just feel like it's 
one been too long and too elaborate and two i feel like the rock is insincere in 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 some of his, his statements why he could sell it um i also kind of think that like uh, the reason why things have changed is like vin diesel's taking more control over like the the set and trying to push people and i think in the past paul walker would have like been behind the scenes been such a personality he would have balanced out vin diesel if he's trying to be too aggressive i think he mm -hmm. would have just had an effect on the cast and vin diesel that it would just like have a different mentality behind the scenes mm -hmm. and then you know so vin diesel might now be a little bit different because uh uh, whatnot, and I know him and The Rock just like what they're selling and what they're saying is that like they just don't get along in their work ethic. Like they're just different about how they're delivering um, uh -huh. in, in in that work. Uh, one thing I did look up some facts just to to clarify this. Actually, Vin Diesel is fifty four and The Rock is forty nine, so technically that is a little brother ish, except for the fact that Vin Diesel's barely scratching five ten. And the rock is six foot four, <laughs> so I feel like, like, let me put it this way: I have a younger brother. I am six feet tall. My younger brother is like six foot five. I stop calling him my little brother, even though I'm four years older than him, <laughs> because it feels stupid. <laughs> I'm like, this is my, this is my younger brother, because <laughs> like, because he look my my younger brother looks like the rock he's literally built like him i feel dumb saying little <laughs> <laughs> so um like the I, I feel like vin diesel's got some arrogance may i say leaning on narcissism that i'm seeing in uh -huh. this in, in this thing and i feel like the rock is just like i don't got time for this bs and it's probably a lot of it behind the scenes and he's just like no I just, I, I want to show up. I'm going to do my piece. Like, yes, The Rock doesn't give us good drama, but when he, what he gives us when it's the right thing, like, like what he's done in Fast and Furious, he's going to show up. He's going to do his beats and he's going to go. And, and I feel like Vin Diesel's probably like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. And he's like, I got to go. I got another movie I'm filming. I can't waste time here. And I, and I know, and he's going to kill his role perfectly anyway. So I just think it's, yeah, it's, it's too much arrogance. It's too much ego. And, I just think been fucked up and I can see why because that tweet or that 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 Instagram post that pisses me off to read it and it just pisses me off and by the way I remember what what the, the other thing was about all this that Fast 9 is like nominated for like movie of the year with People Choice Award and that was the thing that was like that set me off I'm like what Mo the movie of 2021 well, what what came out? Like, <laughs> I mean, I think what, Shang what alone should be. It. I th I think it's I think the only reason why this movie has a chance for like People's Choice Award stuff is if one, they're equating it to money because it may have had more time to make it, yeah. and two, <clears throat> I, I don't know, maybe just it's had more time to build up popularity amongst white people. I don't know. <laughs> like... Well, I, I I think it's on the same the same thing as um, Bad Boys Three. It won Movie of the Year that year when it came out because it was in the heart of the pandemic and nothing else came out, right? So it had time yeah. to breathe and marinate, right? So I think this and because there's there was anticipation built up from this, and again, they're stirring a lot of drama 
as a result of them not getting along. So, you know, people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, since The Rock isn't going to be in this, I wonder how it's going to be. I'm curious if it's going to be any good without The Rock. So, yeah. So uh, j- just to jump in, uh, Ron R had a couple of interesting comments. One, she's like Vin's post is uh, manipulating. But the one that I find her fascinating is uh, please look at Topher Grace's Instagram. His post about Vin's post is too funny. So I did. Topher Grace pretty much did his own version of Vin Diesel's comment and was like, my little brother Dwayne, my kids call you Uncle uh, Dwayne. And like basically, basically goes on this massive tirade, just like completely like spoofing uh, Vin Diesel's comment. <laughs> Uh, oh shit that's funny oh oh i feel like this needs to be read out oh my goodness go for it bro go for it all right so topher grace writes my little brother Dwayne. the time has come the world awaits our reunion as you know my children refer to you as uncle Dwayne in my house uh this is not a christmas that goes by that they didn't make ornaments from your press materials years ago I swore that we would make manifest a coming of age buddy cop time travel musical. I say that this out of love, but you must show up. It would be great (laughs) for my career. So I decided for my career. <laughs> so I decided to ask you in the weirdest way possible over Instagram. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Please, the title is Airbud Two Golden Receiver. <laughs> but, but don't worry, the plot bears no resemblance to the 1998 movie of the same name. <laughs> oh my God, Topher Grace is a G. I love him. <laughs> Yo, thanks, Ron R, for that. That was very. Oh funny. man, that was. <laughs> I love the, like my career. Perfectly. That is exactly what that Vince post is about and why it pisses me off so much. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Moving on to our final topic of the night. And this is where I'm going to pass it over to Tactics because this is his topic uh, that he wanted to bring up. And it has to do with our beloved Will Smith. T, take it away. Oh shit! I was not prepared for that at all. Okay, I Darcy, thought you were gonna. Uh, how no, 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 I got okay, it. I got okay. it. I got okay. it. I just said I wasn't prepared, but doesn't mean I'm not ready, bro. I got it. All right. <laughs> Isn't that what not prepared means? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly what it means. Right. All right. So shit. All right. So, um, recently, Darcy and I started watching uh, the new um, YouTube series starring Will Smith. Uh, basically, it's uh, it's called the best uh, the best shape of my life, and it's supposed to highlight. Uh, it's it's basically chronolog. It's highlighting his journey of getting into the best physical shape of his life. But what it ends up becoming, without spoiling anything, is it goes into a deep dive uh, of his his uh, his mental health and the things that he has undergone throughout his career in terms of you know like it 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 dives deep into a lot of things like it showcases him and his relationship with his father his relationship with his mother his family 
and how he's often like growing up um, in a rough family environment caused him to hide behind, uh, use his laughter as a way to hide behind his pain, which I found to be really interesting. And um, it turned, it, it starts off as a show of him, you know, prepping for, you know, getting into good shape as well as preparing his memoir, the, the book that he's writing, or it's, it should be out right now. But then it turns into the, it just creates, it turns into this whole entirely different thing. And um, a lot of the episodes are very moving and very touching and it shows Will Smith in a different light on a much more personal level because often, and this is very reminiscent of, of real life in terms of how we view social media, right? We are always putting our best foot forward. We're always showcasing our best stuff, like our highlight reel. Very rarely do we ever showcase our, our struggles, our, our triumph or not our, not our triumphs, our struggles, our, or hardships and things of that nature, right? And so, you know, often when you see, when you've seen Will Smith, aside, apart from this series, you've often seen him as like this, you know, physically fit guy, super charismatic, super funny, like life of the party, super motivating, you know, for, for a while there, he, he, had, he was on this stint of like dropping like a lot of motivational gems and you know, it paints him in this in this light where it's like, man, that guy's got it all figured out. He's got it together mentally, physically. You know, like nothing could ever shake this guy. You know, you hear you hear like stories and inklings of like him and his open marriage and how that that whole thing is a mess and like they're going through their problems. But then like you know, he'll go on an interview and be like, yeah, me and Jado, you know, we we do our thing. You know, like everything is lovely. <laughs> you know, but then you you watch the show and it's like completely different like it's like a different will smith where he's you see him and he's breaking down like he's he's in tears he's he's destroyed mentally and physically and it's like a side of will that we've never seen before and we grew up with will smith you know from if you've watched fresh prince of bel-air you've 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 gotten to to know him and grow up with him and and this is a completely different side of him where it's like he he Every episode he feels defeated, but that defeat is a is kind of like his way of unraveling the truth about himself. And it's and it's funny because it's like it's funny how trying to become the best version of yourself ends up bringing out the worst version of yourself in the process. And that's really what I've gotten from this show. And seeing that depicted makes me reflect on my own life and like my own struggles, my own tribulations and things of that nature so a lot of very powerful episodes and it's encouraged me strongly to 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 delve into his book i actually want to get his book like a physical copy and, and read it um and maybe that's part of the point of the the series like you know oh, to yeah. promote the book for sure but um it, it works because i'm like i'm super intrigued to know about his life um i i knew he had issues with his father but i didn't know to what extent and that one, I haven't seen the recent episode yet that came out today, but the one Oof. before that, that touches on the, on his issues with his father and all of that stuff. Heartbreaking, man. Like it, it, it got me in my feels a little bit. So I love the show. Um, so like people with daddy issues, that's going to hit hard. Oh yeah. Daddy issues. Like I, it hits hard for me in terms of like my mom issues. You guys know all about that, but yeah, if you have dad issues for sure, 100%, but in 
in a good way. Like it's not going it, to, it's, it, it's going to hit you in the feels for sure, but it's also going to, it's going to bring up some stuff that you might've, you, you know, that we sometimes tend to bury down deep inside because we, as, as men, especially it's, it's hard for us to really emote and share our feelings and recognize when we're, when we're feeling certain things. And so this kind of really sheds light on that in a very positive and impactful way. And so, um, you know, I, I try not to idolize celebrities. I, I, I like to, I, I just, I'm more about ideas rather than idolizing celebrities and people in, in like in high stat, status. But um, I can say, I, you know, I idolized Will. I grew like I said, I grew up with him. I, I respect him highly. I, I like what he represents um, as a black man. And um, to see him like that and see him defeated because I have moments, and I'll, sorry, I'll pass it to you guys in a second. Um, I, I've had moments as a health coach where I sometimes deal with imposter syndrome, where it's like I deal with like I struggle with like mental health issues as well. I don't, I don't share it publicly a lot of the times because I'm I'm always put in this position mentally where it's like I have to, I have to be a certain way. I have to I have to be I want to be perceived a certain way because if I'm perceived in a way where it's like I'm struggling mentally, then it diminishes my role as a health coach, and as a result, I lose all credibility for my as 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 a professional, right? And I felt the same way about Will, but in this, in the sense of like, you know, I initially had this perception of him where it was like, he's rich, he's famous, he's, he's you know, done all these movies, he's super motivating. And then to see him like, like that, it wasn't a negative reaction that I had, but more so of like, I'm not watching a celebrity anymore. I'm watching a real human being having a real human experience. And that was heartbreaking for me in a, in, in a positive way where it was kind of like, that's all we're, that's all any of us are trying to do. We're just trying to have a human experience. And I think that's what connects us all, regardless of your status. We're all just on this planet trying to have a human experience. And sometimes that's hard for us to do because we think that we're separate from other people, but we're all just really connected in that way. Right. So yeah, that's, that's my take on it. So pass it to one of you guys. Darcy. Yeah, so I mean, I echo everything that you said. Um, I gotta say a couple of, like real high level things right out the gate. So one, this is a YouTube original series for anyone who's like, where do I find this? YouTube, it's YouTube original, and it's like you don't have to have like a paid subscription to, to watch it. Um, it's on the level of a Netflix like docu series that's like yeah. top notch. It's super super high level, um, and one. There's like five episodes. Uh, four and five, bald. The one from today, episode five, bawling, bawling, like wiping tears off my face. It gets it gets deep. It's like a. It's the the thing about this, and I won't spoil, but I'm gonna highlight a little bit. Basically, Will has created a mask a persona for himself and everyone has personas and it's come from i won't say what because i don't want to take away the impact for people but a deep childhood trauma and his reaction to that is to build up this persona to try and correct something or try to fix something when he was young 
that doesn't make sense, but it's the way children react to situations. And <clears throat> that plus his the way he was parented blossom into this unbelievably successful person. The things that we've all heard about his, you know, uh, building a wall with a brick, a single brick a day. You mix that with his reaction to this trauma and the, he created he created charismatic personality to try and deal with that trauma. And it creates a lot of what we see. And I think that what we're going to see is a Will Smith that evolves from this. And he's still always going to be charismatic. It's part of who he is. He can't he's not going to erase that. But. It's I think we're going to see a lot more authenticity in him. And uh, like. I relate to this in many ways, you know, father problems. But for me, like there's a point in this show where he has a point where he like it's all about him trying to do, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to write this book and I'm going to show this this series of me achieving it all. And then as he gets into it, he realize he gets to a point where he's like, I'm done. And that's actually, it looks like failure, but it's his breakthrough. And I relate to that because like, I won't get into the details of it, you know, um, but like I had a very traumatic experience when I was younger where I almost lost my mother. And because of that situation, I had a reaction to it. And uh, it changed my dynamic with my mother. It changed my dynamic with women. And then it wasn't until my early 20s when I was like in school and I uh, I was realizing I was having a bad pattern of being really, really um, uh, clean in my relationships uh, to my partners in a way that was like they just it put them off. And I ended up going to see like a counselor at the school who's like a trained therapist. And uh, I'm a very self-aware person because I've also spent a lot of time in my mind. So. In that moment, I kind of at the same moment that the therapist was realizing and I realized at the same time that like all of my dynamics with my relationships came back to that moment. And once I realized it, it fundamentally changed my relationship with women. Like I just went from being clingy to like not feeling like I needed to be dependent on them. And it just fundamentally shifted every relationship after that point. That's awesome. And that like seeing him go and hit that moment where it's like he's now realized what created him now it's like the journey after that i i feel for him because i'm like it's gonna be five years and we're gonna see him constantly evolve into something else um and, and it's very powerful it's very important i'm proud of him to be this courageous and showing this at this level because i think he's so well known and has been so well known for being positive and being like uh a beacon uh uh, uh for people to look to that is uh that inspires them to then see him come down to such a human experience that other people are going to take a step and look at their mental health more <clears throat> because like he was the infallible one and he's taking he's taken uh this seriously now and like one thing i gotta say i also love about this show is that his therapist is in the show and uh, as he 
you see his experiences, she's analyzing it and explaining it back to you. So you actually understand what is happening in a way that if you just saw it, it could be depicted and felt very differently. Um, I just, I love this series. I was in tears at the end. They hinted at the idea of a season two, which was kind of jokative, but I actually think that there will be. And I think that there'll be more exploration as his evolution happens. And I think he's going to want to expose that because you're exposed this and there's some deep stuff in here. And that book is going to have some deep stuff. I got to get my hands on that book too. But I think that I think, I think he's going to be an advocate for something. I don't think he needs to be like a, like a champion, like, Oh, uh, and get a part of an organization. I just think him exposing some of the story and, and, and showing the story is going to have, a real impact on the world, which a lot is what he loves to do is have a positive impact on the world. And I think he's going to really have a positive impact on a lot of human beings in this planet. So loved it. It's a must watch for everybody. <clears throat> it's a must watch for men to much watch for, for, for black men who've gone through similar experiences with father problems. It's just a must watch. And I mm-hmm. loved it. And I was in my tears, in my tears. I wasn't just in my feels. I was, I was cleaning them up off my face and it was cathartic and it was important and it was, I loved it. Mm. Damn. All right. Well, I'll admit that I'm only like partway through the series. So like, uh, I guess I have all the tears to look forward to, uh, just, uh, <laughs> focusing on our comments. Uh, Ron R is saying that, uh, like, you know, uh, she finds it real and raw and also been, she's been watching the red table, uh, talk, but also she's saying that his book is out in Costco right now. <laughs> so uh you know you guys can go for it we also got some comments from uh maybot who also was a fan of the red table talk and also has some very uh <clears throat> insightful uh comments about like uh mental health and also uh the, the media and comedians being able to like be able to do what they're doing because of uh their uh battles with mental health issues and also uh she's talking similarly to what you were talking about uh darcy about the responsibility like that will is actually being responsible for the public's uh to normalize the vulnerability of men and to kind of like oh but there it is don't you think this is a responsible thing that will can do as a public figure to normalize the vulnerability of men and convey the strength behind acknowledging and accepting our own humanity <clears throat> i completely agree with that yeah, I, I think that he is I, being. I, Go on, Texas. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say I agree with that statement. Um, however, in addition to that, I would argue that we all, as a collective, have a responsibility to share our vulnerability and not just leave it up to celebrities. Because I think part of the problem is, like I was saying earlier, we 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 tend to follow idols rather than ideas, right? And the idea is that we need to learn from each other to share in our vulnerability, share in our emotions and normalize being okay with, you know, not being or not being okay. Like identifying that you're not okay and and normalizing that and reaching out and and making that a, a more public conversation and not looking to celebrities to be the the role models or the spokespersons spokespeople for for that kind of issue because when they drop the ball then they're the ones that get the blame and it's like it's not yes because they're more prevalent in the in the public eye they have a larger reach but i think 
everybody that's around you also has a responsibility as well as yourself to share in your insecurities, share in your your mental health struggles. And like I'm, I need to take a, a, a le- lesson from that as well. You know, like sometimes when I'm dealing with stuff, I I isolate myself. You know, like I don't reach out to friends. I don't, uh, you know, speak to my girlfriend all the time or like my dad if I'm like dealing with stuff because my go-to is to just kind of isolate myself and deal with shit on my own, right? And so that becomes the the reality and people don't have the mental capacity to deal with that on their own and it leads to them taking their own life or resorting to drugs as a way to numb those, those that, that feeling and that pain. And I think you know, we need to just pay more attention and open up that conversation so it can be had on like a more frequent basis and not look outwardly or externally to just public figures, right? Because if we leave it to them, it's like, it's a shot in the dark, right? Like they, like they may have the responsibility, but will they take it? It's like, everyone's dealing with their own shit, right? So I think yeah. it's it's to us as a collective to really take on that responsibility as well. Yeah, I, I agree with him being I think it's or I appreciate that he's being courageous in doing it. I don't think he mm-hmm. has to do it as a public figure because it's a human experience, but I'm mm-hmm. glad and appreciate that that he's done this. Um yeah. and, and he's inspiring us to do to like focus on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. I had another thought, but I forgot what it was, and I was it was a good one. Ah, damn. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. No, it's all I right. I was like, li- I literally had it in my head, and then uh, I started talking, and then I I like mm-hmm. talked it out of my own head. Damn. Okay. Oh well. Oh, uh... oh oh, I remember what it was. Sorry, I was just quick, 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 quick one. There is a story in here, and I won't spoil it, but it's one of these situations where um somebody a- asks him for like a photo right and he denies them mm. and i won't say what kind of happens before and or what, especially what happens afterwards but i remember somebody years ago telling me that they'd met will smith and that they thought he was an asshole and um it's not the same person i know that because the rest <laughs> of the story the rest of the story doesn't line up like like, like with that person in their life um, um but it makes me i always like rejected that statement because he was so important to me as a, in my youth um and so but now I'm old enough to see it's like, think of all the times that people have met celebrities and had an expectation of like, well, it, it only took, it would only take them two seconds. Right. And that person's saying like, why can't I be special enough to be like for them to just give me the time? But forgetting like this person's going through human experience. You're not understanding the full context of this person. And sometimes, yeah, maybe they are a straight up asshole, but I would you know, like for the people who saw a celebrity like this and had a negative opinion of an interaction that they don't know the context around and to have seen this and go, wow, like that person that that from that interaction, I would actually love to see if they like or just to hear that maybe they connected at some point down the road. They saw it. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> um but yeah like you know like for them to to see that context and then to to have a different appreciation for that moment right uh and that that narrative but anyways i'm, I'm sorry i just ha- i had to get it out yeah okay man like uh 
Thanks for sharing. And also Maybot, uh, thanks us for sharing. Uh, so yeah, so definitely check this uh, show out. Uh, it's on YouTube and it's called uh, The Best Shape of My Life. Uh, it's an easy thing for you to search. Uh, now, so uh, before we wrap up, oh, there's a little bit of a public service announcement. We are not going to have a regularly scheduled uh, live podcast next week because the Geeky Bros are going to the movies. So we are going to be doing a pre and post film show of, of sorts. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, we are going to watch Dune together, uh, the uh, film by Denis Villeneuve, uh, who's adapting the Frank Herbert book. And so we are going to be uh, getting tactics to watch sci-fi. Uh, <clears throat> You've been pushing for this hard, bro. You've been pushing for this for so long, yo. (laughs) If Uh, one of us cancels Darcy, he's going to kill himself, yo. Like (laughs) it it, it is not an exaggeration to say that I am that you're gonna kill yourself, bro. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is not exactly to say that I am not heavily emotionally invested in tactics watching this film. Uh, whether that's a healthy thing for our friendship, I mean, that's debatable, but like, why? So, if I, so if I don't like it, our friendship is over. Is what is that what you're saying? No, more like, you know, I hope you're ready for the emotional fallout. So hold up one second before we go to this tactics. Does yeah. popcorn fit my macros? <laughs> Fry, mm, it's Friday. Cause, cause <sighs> it, 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 this might be the reason why we don't go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it dep- so it, it depends on how how Darcy's weigh in goes. <laughs> we. If he's got a good weigh in, then. He can, uh, he can go. Umar is going to be like checking with me daily, like, yo, how, how's your calorie count? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the best shape of my life, yo. <laughs> yo we need to find his villain face. <laughs> if you want to see me turn into a supervillain, cancel on this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, oh, look Darcy's at this, gonna, man. Darcy's going to do his weigh in and he's going to be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> Yeah. Done with the show. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> we we missed it. We, yeah. we missed it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. This is what happens when you tell your male friends that you're emotionally invested in something. <laughs> yeah, we gotta fuck uh, with you emotionally. Ah uh, no, I know. Okay, so nonetheless, uh we go and watch Dune next Friday. Uh, and so, therefore, you guys will be getting our po- pre and post reactions. Or if it doesn't happen, you'll be getting me uh, by myself screaming and like be- just being a belligerent, crying man baby that my friends bailed on me. Got you. Yeah. I, I almost want to see that episode more. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway so i'm gonna toss it back now to you tactics all right guys well thank you so much for watching and and, uh, engaging in us with this uh with a series of different topics we had a great time sharing with you guys and uh we're gonna wrap it up here so i'm your boy tactics yo it's just darcy here this is big geek umar live long and prosper y'all and please like and subscribe have a good night so can I get butter on that popcorn or...
<laughs> Why on me? Why do you want to focus on me? 